Welcome to the Four Parents Podcast. I'm your host, Ivy Lassiter, and I'm so glad you're here. Pop in your earbuds and multitask while we talk about all the parenting stuff, lessons learned, funny stories, and practical wisdom from normal people who've been there. Let's get started. On today's episode, I'm sharing a couple of personal stories. So, story time with Ivy. The first reason why I wanted to share this story was I feel compelled to do it. And I don't know, I I just keep thinking about it and keep kind of hearing that little voice inside that says, record it and share it, Ivy. So, I'm praying that if you're listening to this, you might hear some truth or feel some encouragement from it. The other reason why is I want my boys to hear this one day. And right now, I don't know that it means anything to them, but maybe one day they will listen and and they'll also receive this truth. So here it is. A couple years ago, my friend Matt was leading a group of us in a time of prayer. And it was different prayer. I can't remember exactly what he said to prompt this, but we were supposed to sit quietly and ask God to show us if there was anything he wanted us to know. So not your typical, like, does anyone have any prayer request? Matt was really guiding us through this listening, visual kind of prayer. It was awesome. But let me caveat that with, this was mid-June, so which is right in the middle of my very busiest season. My to-do list during that season is always long. The days are crazy. And I'm pretty sure in the moment I was thinking, um, I don't really have time for this right now, Matt, but okay. So I closed my eyes and I asked God to show me what he wanted me to see or know. And I got this picture of me running really fast. And I was feeling so tired and so winded. And I looked behind me and way far back was Jesus. And he cupped his hands around his mouth and said, Hey, I asked you to run this with me. And you're so far ahead. It's way more fun when we do this together. And I realized, yes, I was doing all of these things that Jesus wanted me to do. You know, kids camp, amazing experience, Sunday mornings at church. I was doing all of these, quote, good things. But I was moving so quickly, I had forgotten to do these things with him, which is why it felt so tiring and heavy. And that idea has stuck with me, that when things feel heavy, it might be because I'm trying to run this wild race of life all by myself. So that story gives some context to this next story. So the week of July 4th, I noticed this lump on my son Warren's neck, and it looked to me like a swollen lymph node. And I assumed it would go down in time. So through that holiday weekend, it didn't get any smaller. So I set up an appointment with his doctor. The doctor gave him medicine, and after a week of taking meds, it still didn't get any smaller. The doctor changed the meds and then ordered a sonogram. The sonogram came back inconclusive. The spot was still large, and so she said he needed to get an MRI of it. So from the get-go, you know, back July 4th, like I vacillated between, it's totally fine, it's going to be totally fine, to, 
okay, I'm, I'm kind of really scared about this. But the longer we didn't get an answer on this, the more I felt like I was fighting fear. I mean, you know how that goes. When you're waiting for medical answers, ugh, it's not fun. So the night before the MRI, Warren, as he always does, asked, hey, mommy, what are we going to do tomorrow? And I said, well, remember, Warren, tomorrow morning you have the MRI. And he started to panic because he didn't want to do that. And uh, I mean, who looks forward to an MRI? Who's excited about that? Nobody. And he began asking me all of these detailed questions about it. Like, what's the room going to look like? How big is the machine going to be? How long is it going to take? What will the people be like that do it? And will they be nice? And I had to say, hey, I don't have answers to any of these questions, Warren. I don't know. I, I just don't know. But God knows all of these answers. He's already been there. He's gone before you. He knows exactly what will happen, what it will be like, what the technicians will look like, what the room looks like. He knows it all. And it's normal and okay to feel nervous. I mean, that's, that's a part of us. And then I ask Warren, hey, you know who had a lot of MRIs? And Warren goes, yeah, I know. Sweet Mama did. Now, Sweet Mama is his name for my mom. And she did have a lot of MRIs. And so I told Warren, you know, Sweet Mama didn't look forward to those either. And you know what she did when she was in the MRI and she felt scared? And he goes, what? And I said, she would say this verse over and over again. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. She would also pray for people during her MRI. Just spend that whole time in the machine praying for people. And I told Warren, you can do the same thing. And he changed the subject, and we talked about something random and off-topic, and he finally fell asleep. So the next morning, I said bye to my husband, Drew, when he left for work. He wanted to go with us, but only one parent was allowed. You know, coronavirus. Warren Harris and I loaded up the car, and we said bye to my dad, because we're living with him right now. We took Harris to my in-laws, since no siblings were allowed to come to the MRI. I said bye to Harris and bye to my in-laws. Warren and I listened to worship music on the way to the appointment. When we parked in the parking garage and turned the car off, I said bye to the worship music. We put our mask on and walked inside. I looked at my phone and saw text messages from my friends speaking words of encouragement and truth. When we got to the place, the technician called Warren's name and he took us back to some lockers. He told me I needed to put all of my belongings in the locker. I said bye to my watch and phone, which meant I couldn't see the words of my friends anymore. The technician then led us back to the big room with the MRI machine. Before we entered the room, he asked me to leave the key to the locker on the shelf. I left my key there, and holding hands, Warren and I walked in the big white room. I helped Warren climb up on the table. The technician got Warren's head situated in this helmet-like device, And before he rolled Warren back into the machine, he asked me to leave Warren and sit in a plastic gray chair in the corner. I said bye to Warren and found my spot. The helmet-like contraption that was holding his head in place had a mirror so he could see me and I could see his eyes. As Warren was rolled into the machine, I could see his eyes darting around and then he closed them really tight. 
As he closed them, I watched a tear roll down the side of his face. I felt scared, sad, and alone. Then, in my head, I said, God, you have not given me a spirit of fear, but you have given me a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind, and I ask that you come right now. At that moment, I got this visual of Jesus walking in that bright white room with the MRI machine and pulling up another gray plastic chair right next to mine. He sat down next to me and put his arm around me. And he said to me, You said bye to Drew. You said bye to your dad. You said bye to Harris. You said bye to your in-laws. You said bye to your worship music. You said bye to your phone, which connected you to your friends. You said bye to the locker key. You said bye to Warren. But you didn't say bye to me. I'm here, and it's right where I want to be. Now, my fear in that moment turned to peace and comfort. And like, dare I say, I even felt glimmers of joy during the hour it took for the technicians to get the images they needed of my son. How is that even possible? But it's possible because of Jesus. And you know, around Christmas, we sing songs and talk a lot about Jesus being called Emmanuel, God with us. That God sent Jesus to come in human form to live amongst people, to be with us. That when Jesus' work and time on earth was completed, Jesus told his disciples, hey, I'm going to send my spirit to you to be your helper, to be with you always. That this journey on life that we are on, we never were intended or created to do that by ourselves. That God's plan was to send Jesus to be Emmanuel, to be God with us, and then to send His Holy Spirit to be with us wherever we go. That you see, every situation, every circumstance we're in, the Holy Spirit can be a part of that. And I think often in in life in general, I feel it a lot, um, being a parent, being a mom, that there are moments where the job feels too big, where I feel overwhelmed, where I feel inadequate. And the reality is, I was never meant to do this job alone, that Jesus came and walked on earth and gives us the gift of His Holy Spirit because He doesn't want us to do it alone. He wants to be with us in whatever we're doing. However we're doing it, He wants to be with us. And that is what I felt when my son got his MRI done. And it's what I'm asking, okay, Jesus, would you come in the little moments and the big moments? Would you come and be with me in all of it? Oh, and last thing, for those of you wondering, what happened with the MRI? Um, it, it's okay. It, it's a some sort of a cyst that will need to be removed. But in, in all the news that we could have gotten, it, it did turn out to be good news. And I am thankful for that. 
I hope you found something that you can relate to from today's conversation. And thanks for joining us. If you have any questions or just want more tips for parents, let me know at ilasseter at fbrichardson.org. I'd love to talk with you. See you next time on the Four Parents Podcast.